0: Welcome to Bible Believers Fellowship and the ministry of bbfohio.com. I'm Pastor Greg and I welcome you to our current events update. And then we begin a verse by verse study of the book of Micah with this study titled, The Word of the Lord that came. In Micah chapter one, verse one through seven. The conclusion of this two part message can be found at bbfohio.com. As we now begin, this is part one of two. The current events update Israel at war One seventeen twenty-four. just for future reference if you're watching this 136 hostages are still being held by Hamas although um, they said that they think two are dead so I think they're going to shrink that number down I, I believe but um, we talked about that Sunday the two that were uh, are believed to be have been killed 103 days since the October 7th um, attacks, and uh, 1,200 died, 136 hostages, that's just from the October 7 um, totals. 13,340 are uh, the wounded that they've counted so far. The latest big news was that um, the IDF just released today, that the IDF, they can't confirm the cause of death of three hostages found in the Hamas Tunnel. So that's why I said I think that number is going to come down some because that will be a total of five dead in addition um, to the others that have been killed. So we'll get more information about that. I also, um, on another report, they uh, believed there was about 150 miles of tunnels. Now they say there's 300 miles tunnels. That's pretty just wild. They're blowing them up and doing things they can to destroy the system uh, under Gaza. Um, Just a little while ago the reports were coming out that Israel um, killed two Palestinians in the West Bank, a militant in an army raid and a teenage gunman. But uh, I thought that was the same report, but it's actually a different report, but watch how they're reporting this West, in the West Bank there was a Hamas leader that was killed in addition to that report. And listen to the spin, just the, they don't outright lie, but let me see, test your discernment here of what you're about to hear.
1: Israel says it has eliminated what it calls a terrorist cell in an airstrike on the Balata refugee camp in the occupied West Bank this footage released by the Israeli military shows the attack which targeted a car moving through the camp in the city of Nablus amateur footage posted on social media shows the vehicle on fire Israel says the leader of a Palestinian terror network was inside the car it claims the group was planning an imminent terrorist attack Meanwhile, Qatar says it has brokered a deal between Israel and Hamas for the delivery of humanitarian aid and medication to civilians inside Gaza. Now, this would include Israelis who are being held captive by Hamas, which is considered a terrorist organization
0: by many countries. Hamas is considered a terrorist or- organization by many countries. Any, any uh, civilized country is how they should say it. If you don't consider Hamas a terrorist uh, organization, then you're not a civilized country, which means you're a fundamentalist Muslim. What they call fundamentalist Muslim is just true followers of, of Muhammad who are doing what Muhammad would do, WWMD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's about my brain mm.
0: Number two, then we'll move on to globalists who don't like what they're seeing right now here in the United States. You troublemakers are really giving them fits. This is a headline from Breitbart. Let me blow that up there for you. Globalist freakout at Davos. Davos continues. Davos is where the World Economic Forum is meeting, where they can plan and plot their uh, attempt to take over national governments and form a one-world government. That's what their whole agenda is. And they're not liking what's going on. Uh, BlackRock is a name of a uh, organization you need to remember. They serve the Antichrist, and the BlackRock chief warns Davos elites: Trump victory poses fundamental challenge to Europe. Let's be clear: it's a challenge to the European Union, which is run by globalist one-world elitists, yeah. not to Europe as far as the people. It's freedom for them, so that you have to always interpret the. Uh, headlines in light of scripture and what we know to be true. This is my favorite headline that came out of the World Economic Forum um, headlines. China, Donald Trump's likely return to power is a threat to the world. Yeah. Look <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> his face, that's just great. <laughs> uh, China said that, yeah. So for the next 10 months they being the Marxist Democrats, will soften their approach in order to win the mush-minded, dense independence. Now, I consider myself an independent. Don't think I'm just knocking independence. Always be careful to read all the words and listen to all the words. Among independents, there is a large number of mush-minded, dense people. Why, Why do I say that? If you don't know the difference between Joe Biden and the other guy and the difference between a Marxist and a capitalist, the difference between a baby killer and someone who appointed judges to overturn Roe v. Wade, the difference between a gun confiscating Marxist and someone who has stood firm for the Second Amendment right to bear arms. If you can't tell the difference, and I could go on and on with evil, Joe Biden, and good, not in a pure sense, but good by comparison, certainly good in comparison to your Constitution on the other side. If you don't have the brains to know the difference, and you're still riding the fence and saying, I don't know who I'm going to vote for, you are absolutely stupid. Amen.
2: Exactly
0: there is no other word for someone who's that dumb or evil I'll leave it up to you to decide those dense, mush minded people in your life whether they're dumb or evil the Bible word is simple so let's call them simple or evil that's where they are I've had somebody say, "Well, I and so and so, and they don't, they're not going to vote for uh, Trump." They, they," I said, "Are they voting for the other guy?" And if they say no, I said, "Well, that's that's their choice. If they can't vote for him, that's their business. But if they vote for Joe Biden, I don't care if it's your mother; she's either dumb or evil."
2: Amen.
0: And I'll stand toe to toe to anybody who wants to debate me on that, biblically. You don't believe the Bible if you don't believe what I just said is true. The Bible is clear, folks. There is good and there is evil. Joe Biden is evil. The Democrat Marxist death cult is evil. You want to vote independent, libertarian, whatever, go right ahead. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just telling you if you don't have enough sense to know you, as a Christian, can't vote for a baby-killing, gun-confiscating, senile, reprobate Marxist, you've got a problem here and here this globalist leftist named jamie diamond of jp morgan demonstrating the pitch that you're going to hear over the next 10 months
2: people are growing they're hungry to grow they're innovating it's it's everywhere it's not just silicon valley so we've got this great hand but when people say MAGA. They're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He grew the economy quite well. Trade so ta- Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't, th- I don't
1: like no, what he did. Oh, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. He, he,
2: yeah. he made, he, and I don't like how he said things in Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have, you should always ask the why, not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting Trump, you're not supporting Trump. Why are you so hard to hate
1: Trump? 75 million of your fellow Americans? It's, I, I agree. It's done and you I mean, know the
2: Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables not, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really. I, can, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? And, and I do think the economy will affect. I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Yeah.
0: Now, I, I get criticized from time to time for this. And I'm telling you, MAGA is not Donald Trump. Exactly. I mean, it is because he's standing there. But if he changes and stops supporting what is called MAGA... He'd be gone. Absolutely. They want to convince the world we're a bunch of mindless dupes who liked The Apprentice, and so we vote for Donald Trump.
2: You say orange man good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> orange man good. I don't like a lot about Donald Trump. I don't believe he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. But whoever has the guts to stand up for our Constitution gets my support. Amen. And don't be fooled by that. Soon as the election's over, to go right back to the way it was. Uh, That's right. Just look it up, you can find out. They realize that senile Joe is running all but the true blue Marxists and assorted fruits and nuts away. He's down to, in some polls, his uh, approval ratings in the 30%. Who, is, who in the world are they? Exactly. True blue Marxists and fruits and nuts. That's who they are. Uh, the other 60-some percent of the people are either going to vote for uh, Trump or they're going to vote third party or whatever. And so they realize that and so they're trying to get him to tone it down And but he surrounds himself with the fruits and nuts. And the people who are writing his speeches and giving him his cheating, cheat sheets and cards and things to say, they're fruits and nuts. So they're telling him to stick to it and keep... Basically, speaking out against Christians first and foremost. This is their agenda. We must arrest our opponents and make sure I am the only name on all ballots to protect democracy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's gaslighting, you know. But that's what what their real agenda is. Thankfully, uh, again, I think it was in, was it Maine? Today, where their Supreme Court said that Trump will be on the ballot unless the U.S. Supreme Court throws him off. That's just like how Yeah. So he keeps winning on the state level, and I don't think there's any chance he's going to lose on the federal level. But that's called gaslighting. That's what this is all about. And they'll and they will t- t- say something and they don't mean it. They will accuse you of doing what they themselves are doing, projecting. That's their policy now
2: on top of that there are public figures today yesterday and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets this is inflammatory it's dangerous it's against the rule of law and we the people must say this
0: is not who we are it isn't who we are. It's who you are, Joe Biden. It's who your party is, Joe Biden. They are the ones burning the towns down. Yes. BLM is Democrat. Yeah. Antifa is Democrat. Yeah. The FBI at the Fed Surrection Democrat. Yeah. Democrat Marxist death cult. Yeah. That's what they are. And that lying reprobate is a leading, or is leading, a Mech- Marxist death cult. You just, I have to say it over and over because... It just doesn't seem like people are catching on to this. They still think the Democrat Party is the Democrat Party of Jimmy Carter. That was bad enough. Amen. What we have today is way worse. Yeah, some comedian was saying that Jimmy Carter is now not the worst president. Yeah, he was saying that Jimmy Carter and, and Obama are both thankful for Joe Biden because now everybody's <laughs> forgot about how bad they were.
1: While Democrats falsely accuse President Trump of instigating violence in the Capitol Hill riots, they seem to have conveniently forgotten about their own calls for violence over the years. In fact, senior members of the Democratic Party, including Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Eric Holder, and even Joe Biden and Kamala Harris themselves, have all threatened violence in the past, especially against President Trump. While television personalities like Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo have not only condoned violence, celebrities like Madonna and Robert De Niro have actually threatened to physically harm President Trump and even blow up the White House. Rapper Snoop Dogg produced a video showing President Trump being assassinated, and a 2017 production of Shakespeare's Caesar depicted a character like President Trump being stabbed to death. Famously, actress Kathy Griffin even showed herself holding the bloody, decapitated head of President Trump, later claiming it was just a joke. Which raises the question, if someone held up Biden's decapitated head, would Democrats still be laughing? So, because leftists in the government and media hope you've forgotten here are some clips over the years of Democrats directly and openly threatening President Trump's life if you want to know what calls for violence look like this is exactly what real calls for violence look like I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country maybe there will be people need to start taking to the streets this is a dictator you know there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives enemies of the state
0: show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite
2: and peaceful
1: do something about your dad's immigration practices you feckless when they go low we kick them. how do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck the biggest terror threat in this country is White men, most of them radicalized right, to the right.
2: I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He On the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him
1: in the face and then gotten out of the race. You mm-hmm. would have been
2: a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were
0: in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him.
1: Punch some people in the face!
0: When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact.
1: ...as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him?
2: I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House.
1: A Missouri State Senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, In a department store At a gasoline station You get out and you create a crowd And you push back on them And you tell them they're not welcome Anymore, anywhere
2: And sadly the domestic enemies to our voting system And our honoring our constitution Are are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue
1: They're not going to stop before election day in November And they're not going to stop after election day And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet.
0: And there's a lot more than that. That was just the OAN version. That's gaslighting. They are calling for violence and then accusing you of being the one calling for violence. I've never, I've never heard anybody Uh, any legitimate leader in the conservative movement, I haven't heard yet, call for violence. Not once. So we'll see if they can fool enough people and cheat enough to win coming in November. All right. Well, we are in... Let me get it back up there. Micah, chapter 1. Hopefully you got your Bible open. So I could have been mean like some... I've been in... uh, Preachers would get up and announce the book. And if it was a minor prophet, he'd announce it early. He said, because some of you are going to need a few minutes to find it. (laughs) But uh, go to Matthew, which on our Bible reading calendar, we're starting tomorrow. Matthew chapter 1. And then it's just a few pages before that. A few books before that, I should say. Micah chapter 1. We've titled it from the text. Uh, the first few words of the book. The word of the Lord that came. And um, so that's where we get the title. We're going to just read the first seven verses tonight. I'll have you join me in the even verses. So I'll begin with verse 1. The word of the Lord that came to Micah the Morastite in the days of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Hear, all ye people, hearken, O earth, and all that therein is, and let the Lord God be witness against you, the Lord from his holy temple. For behold, the Lord cometh forth out of his place, and will come down and tread upon the high places of the earth, and the mountains shall be molten under him, and the valleys shall be cleft as wax before the fire and as the waters that are poured down a steep place. For the transgression of Jacob is all this, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what are the high places of Judah? Are they not Jerusalem? Therefore I will make Samaria as a heap of the field and as plantings of a vineyard, And I will pour down the stones thereof into the valley, and I will discover the foundations thereof. And all the graven images thereof shall be beaten to pieces, and all the hires thereof shall be burned with the fire. And all the idols thereof will I lay desolate, for she gathered it of the hire of an harlot. And they shall return to the hire of an harlot. Amen? Amen. So we meet Micah, and we get right into his prophecy. We're not told a lot about him, and this is all we know about this Micah. There are other Micahs mentioned in the Bible, but this is the only place where we learn anything about this particular Micah, and that's in the introduction we'll see in a moment. Verse 1, there's two kingdom apostasies confronted and mentioned, but we start with the judgment on the north in verses 6 and 7. So the introduction there in verse 1. The word of the Lord that came to Micah, he's called the Morasthite. And um, a Morasthite lived in Moresheth, near Gath. Uh, and he's, so everybody's, oh yeah, I know where that's at, you know. <laughs> uh, so I'll help you out because I needed help too. That's the big picture there, the... The land, the map of the of the time of Micah, but you zoom in there and you see this blue over to your left is the Mediterranean, and then you'll see Samaria up at the top. So if you look back at the other map, uh, Samaria is right you know right there toward it's not very far north, um, but then you see Jerusalem. Look where it's at. And that's the capitals of the uh, two kingdoms after they split. And then over here you see there's like three little red flags and that red flag to the left there is Gath. And then just south of that is where um, the city of uh, Moresheth near Gath is believed to have been. But it was a tiny little Berg, if you want to call it that, it was a very small town he was from. Um, <clears throat> when was this? You know, your Bible doesn't. I mean, to put it this way, if your Bible has at the top the year such and such, that's not infallible information. That's man giving you a guesstimate most of the time. But we do get have information that tells us pretty much. You know, you don't have to know the exact year even most of the time because if anything big is happening we we know from other references when that happened he he was a prophet in the days of the kings Jotham, Ahaz and Hezekiah now hopefully you at least are familiar with one name up there which one? Hezekiah. Hezekiah. Hezekiah great king great man the only thing that ever bothered me about Hezekiah is that when God says uh, uh, Babylon's going to come down and take all your grandkids and, and go off and take them in captivity and Hezekiah says well at least it won't happen while I'm alive <laughs> kind of cavalier in his attitude about it yeah but uh, yeah these were not uh, the previous kings before him uh, weren't great kings but um, so it's also believed that Micah like Isaiah suffered Persecution, as he uh, prophesied. So you could say it's the best of times of Hezekiah, but even though it was bad before Hezekiah, the worst of times came after Hezekiah. And so that's the period of time we're talking about here with Micah. Of course, just a reminder, we have our charts out there. You go to bbfohio.com, resources and charts and maps, just Kind of scroll down you'll see these kings of Israel we have four charts and you come to number three when you see Jotham and Ahaz um, and uh, they, were, they were around the time of the kings named uh, Pekah and Pekahiah and you read in the kings in 2nd Kings those were terrible people terrible kings and they came right before uh, Hoshea, which was when then Assyria comes down and destroys the place. And you, you won't hear a lot about that in church, uh, even, even when they study these books. Why? Because it was gruesome. It was What, what Assyria did to the prisoners was just gruesome. I'll tell you just enough to give you an idea. Trust me, I'm being very, uh, you know, um, nice.